0: At that time, John summoned two of his disciples and sent them to the Lord to ask, Are you the one who is to come, or should we look for another? When the men came to the Lord, they said, John the Baptist has sent us to you to ask, Are you the one who is to come, or should we look for another? At that time, Jesus cured many of their diseases, sufferings, and evil spirits. He also granted sight to many who are blind. And Jesus said to them in reply, Go and tell John what you have seen and heard. The blind regain their sight, the lame walk, lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, the poor have the good news proclaimed to them, and blessed is the one who takes no offense at me. The gospel of the Lord. Dear brothers and sisters, there's quite a contrast between the beginning of today's gospel and the final words of our Lord at the end. At the beginning, John sends two of his disciples. The other gospels will say that he sent them when he himself was in prison. And they have a question. Are you the one who is to come? or should we look for another? Perhaps John, because of his efforts to prepare the way of the Lord, has suffered. Perhaps because when he sees Jesus, or he hears of Jesus behaving the way he does, he wonders, he doubts. Are you the one who is to come? Because obviously John the Baptist was the last of the Old Testament prophets. And therefore, he would be preaching the law of the Old Testament, so that when he hears of Jesus going into sinners' houses to have meals and touching lepers and doing all sorts of things that were not allowed by the law at the time, it's quite understandable that he would have his doubts. Are you the one who is to come? We can ask ourselves that same question today. Is Jesus the one who is to come? The one who is to come to my life? Is he the Savior? Or is there another Savior out there somewhere? Should we look for another? Unfortunately, nowadays, people are very confused a lot of the times, very confused. And so they're looking all over the place, basically for happiness and peace, security, the truth. And what does Jesus reply? Go and tell John what you have seen and heard. And then Jesus makes a list, if you will, of what he has been doing, all of which coincides with the prophecies referring to the Messiah. But then he has at the end a very important phrase, This is the contrast between the beginning of today's gospel and the end of it. Blessed is the one who takes no offense at me. Blessed is the one, in other words, who is not scandalized by me. Blessed is the one who has the faith to follow me. Today, we are called to follow Jesus. Are there motives for scandal in the Catholic Church, the Church of Christ? Unfortunately, there are. And so we, too, can formulate that question of, uh, John, should we look for another? Is the Catholic Church the the real church that Jesus founded? And you know, some people leave the Catholic Church because of the scandals. But they haven't understand the basic reality or truth. We are in the Church not because of scandalous people, but because we follow Jesus. That's the important thing. That's why we celebrate at Christmas time, the birth of the Messiah, the birth of the Savior that we follow. So dear friends, I think today's gospel is an invitation to be courageous, to not be influenced by the negative side of things. And certainly with regard to the church, the secular media love. publishing and publicizing scandals in the Catholic Church. That's the human side of the Church. I'm not saying we can condone those things. But we have got to be able to be firm in our faith. And we in prayer have got to be able to say to Jesus Christ, Lord, I do not take offense at you. You do not scandalize me. Your Church does not scandalize me because I follow you, and because I want to be a saint. Let's ask the Lord for that grace, for that courage, for that strength. There's a lot of comfort living, or comfort if you will, in the way we, people live their faith today. Even parents who send their children to Catholic schools, a good percentage of those parents don't go to church on Sunday. So in a sense, they're looking for someone else, or they just don't care. What's up? Who knows? There's a lot of prophecy to be brought about in the church. We are all called to be prophets of Jesus. We're all called to proclaim his name with courage, especially now at Christmas time. Let us therefore ask the Lord for that grace to be faithful to him. And finally, just to comment on the day's feast, today we celebrate the liturgical memorial of St. John of the Cross. One of his most famous writings is about the dark night of the soul, when he was going through very difficult times in his own life, trying to help St. Teresa of Avila and the Reformation of the Carmelites, the dark night of the soul. We can suppose that if Jesus suffered the dark night of the soul, especially in Gethsemane, that also is a part of our lives, our daily lives. But once again, blessed is the one who takes no offense at me. Blessed is the one who is willing to suffer the dark night of the soul and be faithful to me. So let our prayer simply be this. Lord, grant me the grace of faithfulness to your friendship. Amen. Thank you for joining us at your daily homily. For information on St. Philip the Apostle Parish or to support this ministry, please click on the links provided. Until our next time together, be safe and God bless.